uh, Dr. Amig with uh, Unabridged MD. Uh, it's my pleasure to start this uh, next video uh, and podcast. So I decided that I was going to show my face uh, for those who like videos. And I just thought, you know what? Um, I have nothing to hide. This is just me. Uh, and... Um, you know, I, I personally love podcasts, um, but I do watch videos sometimes on YouTube and I just thought, why not? Um, at least you get to see my face. So that's me. Um, today, I really wanted to talk about exercise, um, ex exercise as a way of uh, healing. Uh, so there's a lot of my patients in rheumatology who um, are always wondering how much they can exercise and if exercise is at all anything that they need to do since they have so much pain when they come in. Um, and in general, um, there is no reason not to do exercise. But here is, uh, let, let's, let's start from the beginning. So um, exercise is really ingrained in everything we've ever done. So if you think of our ancestors a uh, long, long time ago, we exercised, uh, they exercised, and that's actually how they got their food. Um, they had to hunt uh, and they had to uh, um, do, I, I was going to say gardening, but farming and so on. Um, and if you look uh, even closer, if you look at nature around you, everything is always um, at least partially and at times in movement. Uh, even a baby, when uh, a baby is inside the uterus of their mom, they're moving. And if they are not moving, it's not a good sign because they get stiff uh, and they can have complication from their joint. Um, if, if they are not moving, uh, that's usually that there's not enough fluid uh, and that's another complication as well. So um, really, uh, when you're looking really around you, you realize that everything is moving and that there are other moments where you have to be still. So when I talk about exercise, I'm not saying that you have to exercise all of the time and constantly moving because the time of rest are just as important as the time of exercise. But it is extremely important that we exercise as well. So uh, my experience with exercise has been um, uh, and healing has been quite interesting. So when I was undergoing chemo for my cancer, I... I was climbing a lot and that sort of climbing for me, rock climbing was a way to get out of the life that I had and it was joyful. So I wasn't actually doing as like, oh, I'm exercising. I was doing it because I enjoyed it. Uh, and that's really important and we can talk about this after. But to come back, so I was, ex I was rock climbing and the, the way I saw exercise was more <laughs> to get out of my current body and, or even better, to feel my body in a way that was not related to a condition, a disease or healthcare. My body is mine. And that was what was important to me at that moment. And so I remember super vividly um, going for chemo, for my first chemo, not really knowing what was, you know, going to happen to my body and going to the gym and rock climbing. And the first thing was, first of all, I'm here. That's a win. Okay. Because my condition has not prevented me from coming to the gym. So that was the first win. 
The second win is when I started climbing and rock climbing and that as I was climbing from one hand, like one hole to another hole, I'm like, man, I'm not dead today. Like I'm not dead. I'm here. I'm climbing. And that was a big realization for me because I was like, oh, wow. If I rock climb, I can be in this moment of pure pleasure and fear of falling that has nothing to do with fear of dying from this cancer or fear of having complication from the chemo, etc., etc. So for me, climbing was sort of this way of I'm here and this is what my body can do and my cancer will not be in that way, will not be in the way. Um, What's really interesting is that I had right climb when I was pregnant. So I was pregnant with twins and I was extremely tired and exhausted and nauseous almost all of the time during my pregnancy. And the only moment that I had where I felt good were when I was, I was exercising. So I remember super vividly that I would be on the bed feeling so bad, so tired, so exhausted, so exhausted that I couldn't even sleep. And then I would oblige myself to go climbing or to go to the swimming pool. And the moment I would start exercising, I would feel good. I had no more uh, headache. I had no more fatigue. Uh, And so I kept this and I continue uh, during the chemo. And also I just wanted to have joy because I really, really enjoyed climbing. And so I had exactly the same uh, experience. Uh, Though I was tired from the chemo, going climbing allowed me to not be as tired. And so I kind of had those two moments, uh, those two additional benefits, let's put it that way, of one, I'm climbing and I'm sort of doing, you know, just telling the cancer, hey, you know, you you haven't gotten me yet um, or never. And uh, at the same time, I was mo- I was having less fatigue because I was climbing and I was exercising. Um, and so I started looking at the studies for this. Uh, and it turns out that the fatigue of chemotherapy, you cannot, uh, there's almost nothing that works for that, uh, except exercising, that people who exercise have a tendency to be less fatigued, less tired um, than people who do not exercise. And the other thing that I thought was super interesting is that the people who exercised had more chances of completing the chemo. Uh, Knowing that the chemo uh, uh, with time uh, uh, goes, uh, um, how to explain this? It's sort of like this additional, like the first chemo is not that bad. The second chemo is not that bad. The third chemo starts being really tiring. The fourth chemo is even more. And then you arrive at the sixth and you're like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to finish this? Uh, Yes, you are. (laughs) Uh, And if you're not, we can, you know, you can talk with your doctor. That's really important. Uh, But the, the, that was a very valid uh, point that I, I learned. And I was like, wow, you know, exercising can really help patients go all the way for chemo. Does that mean that maybe the people who are exercising are the better, what we call a, a functional score? Is it possible that they are, they are in better shape? That is absolutely possible. Uh, and so it's only recently uh, that I could, you know, sort of say, oh, wow, 
actually exercising probably does improve the outcome of patients uh, who have cancer. And we can talk after that about rheumatology condition as well, the, the ones that I know a lot about. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, there was a study, I, I just came uh, upon the study. So it's a study on rats, okay? So it's not completely generalizable. We cannot say, well, you know, rats behave exactly like, like we do humans. Uh, but it's a very interesting concept, and I want to share it with you. So they looked at exercise, and what they did is that they created, so I'm really sorry about this, you know, uh, they created melanoma, which is a type of skin cancer in those poor rats, and uh, they treated them. And uh, they obliged like half of them, or I can't remember exactly the number, but they obliged a part of them to exercise and the other ones did not have the ability to exercise. Um, I'm not sharing the ethical things about it, but you know what, we can learn something from that. And so let's learn from it. And what they found is that the rats that exercised had way better response to uh, the treatment, to the immunotherapy than the rats who did not exercise. And the hypothesis of the other uh, is that maybe a tumor goes from cold to hot with exercise. And so cold is basically, they describe it like a cold tumor is a tumor that doesn't have a ton of inflammation that's surrounding, doesn't have um, a ton of inflammatory markers and cells, uh, which basically potentially means that the immune system doesn't really react to it, right? Whereas a hot tumor is a tumor that has a ton of inflammation around it, that there's like uh, immunological cells that are going there, immune cells that are going around, and uh, and so that maybe that is the reason why suddenly there is a target for the immunotherapy, okay? So there's caveat to this study, of course. It's in rats, so that's the most important caveat. Second, it's like a small sample, uh, so you have to always repeat a study. Uh, and it's just an hypothesis, right? However, you know, like, if you think about it, like, first of all, we've, we've really proven that exercise helps patients have less fatigue, so it's a contraintuitive, but the more fatigue you have, the more you should exercise, really, to have less fatigue. And then uh, we have seen that patients who exercise uh, finish chemo, right? And now we're seeing that even rats that are exercising have potentially a better outcome because they respond better to chemo. That's huge. That is huge. Again, exercise, there's very little side effect of exercise, um, and uh, it's free, Right. So uh, when if I come now to my rheumatology patients and to others, right, we're not talking about creating a, you know, a boot camp right away. Don't do that. We're talking about exercising, just moving your heart rate. What's really interesting, if you think about it, is that exercise that like a intense exercise for someone that's very athletic is going to be a lot more then maybe like a very mild exercise, maybe just walking in the park for someone that has never done any exercise, right? So you come from where you are and you just move your heart rate a little bit, right? You're short of breath, back off, it's okay. Like the, the goal is just to move, right? Moving. Yoga is wonderful, but you can do a ton of different yoga. There are some yoga, personally, I cannot <laughs> stand them. I have to stop because I'm so exhausted. Um, and some other yoga where I'm like, okay, well, this is, you know, just stretching. Um, and so that's, that's really where you come as you are and go from it. Try to increase your heart rate. 
Uh, but there is so many benefits to exercise. And so I, I want you to start thinking about this, right? If you could decrease the fatigue that's in your life, whether or not you have a disease, you know, uh, and if you could help having less fatigue, wouldn't it be worth it trying to exercise and exercise in a very positive way? Again, it does not mean that you suddenly go to the gym. It just means you're moving and you're moving just a tiny little more than you usually do. Okay. Um, and start doing it on a daily basis. Uh, so again, I'm taking the studies in cancer because I find them fascinating. Patients who walk 40 minutes per day have better outcome than patients who do not walk. I mean, I really think that all physicians need to tell their patients that they need to move. That's important. We were not meant to be in front of TV or YouTube. <laughs> uh, for those who are watching YouTube, we were meant to move. So if you want to move while listening to a podcast, go for it. If you want to move while listening to the audio of, uh, of YouTube or audio, um, like an uh, audio book or anything audio, go ahead. Or you can meditate while you're walking. Start running. Start, start walking very slowly. And then, you know, you can start uh, walking faster. Then you can start running. You can then run faster and so on. Just like the goal again is not to frustrate you. The goal is to make you feel better. And so you go and start where you are. So my patients with fibromyalgia, for example, I tell them, yeah, you haven't moved for so long. You're going to have a little bit of pain when you first start exercising. So when you start walking, just think of me. I told you it's all good. You know, it's your body getting to stretch the muscle. And that hurts at first. And when you're going to have muscle pain the next day and the day after possibly, or maybe like for a full week, that's normal. That's your body reacting to that first um, feeling of being hurt because it hasn't moved for so long. It's okay. Just slowly go back to it. A baby doesn't learn how to walk by being, by started walking. He learns how to walk by first rolling and then standing up and then taking a first step and so on. All right. So, um, for the next time, I'd like you to start uh, looking at what it looks like to exercise or move uh, 30 minutes to 40 minutes per day. If you never have ever moved for, you know, many years, take it slowly. Start with 10 minutes. Okay. Or maybe even start with five minutes. One minute is even more than zero. Start moving, but start calculating and start telling yourself that this is good for you. Start feeling good about yourself about it. Because that's really what's important. You're doing, you're giving to your body what it needs and what it will make it feel good. The bottom line is we want to make our body feel good because we want to live to the fullest of our capacity. Okay? All right. So if you like these episodes, I ask you to uh, subscribe, like, share them. I'm doing this for you and for me. I love it. I've learned so much from my cancer journey and from being a rheumatologist that I want to share it with all of you. Um, and I will see you next week. Have a wonderful week. Take care, everyone. Bye.